Perhaps one of the most distinctive and profound things that we can do as human beings that differentiates us from every other creature is that we have the capability of developing friendships. This is not possible with any other creature that God has created. It is something unique to us as people, as human beings. The ability to enter into relationship, to in, in a relationship of vulnerability where we open ourselves up to another and receive another in return. This is, of course, something that Christ knew very well. Throughout his earthly life, we hear so much about the deep friendship that he formed with his 12 apostles, his chosen band, his chosen followers. And so the words that he speaks to them, especially on the night before he died, which is when this gospel takes place, they come from a place of deep gratitude for the friendship that he has shared with his apostles. The words of Jesus today are said from the deepest longings of his heart. It comes from a deep place of friendship. So what is friendship? And how are we called to cultivate it with God and with one another? Bishop Robert Barron beautifully says that a friend is someone who has seen us at our worst and yet still loves us. I think that's a beautiful definition of friendship. After all, Jesus has seen his disciples fight amongst themselves, one of whom already at this moment in time in the gospel has plans to betray him. Another, many of his other disciples would run away. One, in fact, would deny him three times. And they would all, in some way or another, with the exception of St. John, abandon Jesus in his hour of need. And so we can look at this and think that any other human being would have been forgiven if they had just given up on these guys. Any other human being would have had every right to end the relationship, to end the friendship that had been hurt in so many ways. And yet, Christ, as we have heard throughout this season of Easter, still chooses his disciples as friends, appearing to them multiple times after his resurrection. Christ is a true friend. He has seen his disciples at their worst and yet still loves them. And in the relationship of Jesus and his disciples, we should receive in this a mirror into what our friendship with God should be like. Sometimes our friendship with God can seem like it's very much a one-way street that God is carrying all the weights in that relationship. We've all been in relationships where it can sometimes feel like we're the one carrying all of the weight. And so we can think maybe it can be hard to imagine how God can still want to be friends with us after we might fall time and time and time again. After all, you and I, we contributed to murdering the Lord of life himself. We killed him. And Jesus answered us not with hatred, but with compassion and mercy. I have called you friends, he tells his disciples, and he tells us. And so Christ still chooses us each day to be his friends, to enter into relationship with him, 
and to will what is good for us. And he still chooses this. Even again, after we might fall time and time again, even when we struggle to love others after they have wronged us, God's friendship with us is unique, it is lasting, and it is unyielding. Our God has seen humanity, and he has seen us at our worst. Think of Calvary. And yet, he still chooses to love us. He has dealt with us when we were most selfish, angry, and unworthy of his love. He has countered that selfishness with selflessness, not really expecting anything in return, and loving us even when it isn't deserved. And so our relationship with faith, brothers and sisters, is a relationship primarily of friendship. It is a friendship with the one who created us. Some people think that faith is just about following rules. That's true. There's part, that's part of it. But faith is as simple and as profound and I dare say essential to our lives as a friendship. A friendship with God. And sure, friendship with Christ entails keeping his commandments. There is no doubt. But this is because we have hearts that are naturally rebellious to goodness at times. And so God gives us the commandments so that our heart and the sacred heart of Jesus might beat as one. There needs to be a unity of persons if there is going to be authentic friendship. And this should apply not just to our relationship with God, brothers and sisters, but our relationships with one another. And I think it's a great weekend to even reflect on this. It's Mother's Day weekend. Mothers see their kids and maybe their spouses at their worst sometimes, and yet still choose to love. That's the beauty of friendship and of family. My mother has definitely seen me at my worst at times throughout my life. And yet her love for me in those moments means more than anything. So we should be grateful for those who love us when we are least deserving. But we are also called to show them that same love that we have received. And whether it's with family or even other people in our lives who we might find difficult to love. People whom we only see the worst in. Christ, in fact, commands us to love them today in this gospel. And even kind of reflecting a little bit internally for us, when we experience tribulation and hardship in our lives, we might be tempted to think, God, why are you doing this? Why are you allowing this in my life? Satan might get us to think that we are seeing God at his worst. And that's not the case. We may be encountering the worst of life on earth. And yet if in the midst of all that, we can still choose to love God. We are his friends, in fact. Every time that we encounter tribulation and hardship in this life, God is using that to invite us into deeper friendship with him. There's a great story of St. Teresa of Avila, who was going through a bit of spiritual tribulation in her life, and she was journeying to a place uh, on a horse where she needed to be, and it was, it was a difficult time for her. And she fell off her horse and she cried out to God, God, why are you doing this? And God said, this is how I treat my friends. To which St. Teresa of Avila responded, if this is how you treat your friends, it's no wonder why you have so few of them. <laughs> Saints had humor too. Friendship must be mutual and God calls us to friendship with him through the ups and downs of our lives. 
even if we might encounter life at its worst, we must still love the author of life with everything we have. Friendship is not just a one-way street. It requires mutual relationship of giving and receiving. And if we can see the worst that our lives might throw at us and still bless God in the midst of that, we are true friends of Jesus. So God calls us his friends today, and he wants us to enter into friendship. It requires us to love when it is not easy, and to show compassion even when it is not merited. But ultimately, friendship will lead us to joy. It's the joy of the resurrection. It's the joy of loving and being loved. Friendship leaves us fulfilled at the deepest levels of our being because it is what we are made for. So today, brothers and sisters, let us be the best of friends with God and with one another so that God's joy might be in us and our joy might be complete.